You haven't earned it yet. <laughs> Check one. Check one. Speaking Check my mind. Check one. one. Yo, two. Yeah, This is this is not podcast number. What was it sixty eight? This is podcast number one for the arena guy. The this is like a Rubik's cube. The Here you go. Here we go. Here we go. I need someone to take care of me. I need a handler. Chelsea. <laughs> okay. You better. Yep. The L means left, and the R means right. Oh. Yeah. Cool. All right. You just started, Adam, with the intro and the music. We'll take it from there. <coughs> Who do we have there? Um, that is oh, Jurassic World. Yep. We haven't announced that yet, though, have we? Uh, no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. All right. You ready for another prehistoric Arena Guy Backstage Pass podcast? I, are they referring to your age, Arena I hope Guy? Not. I know. I kind of cringed when I heard that. You know, I'm a little sensitive about that. I do. I do know that. Yes, yes. Podcast number 16. Oh, I, I feel like, uh, yeah, it, it dates back quite a while, right? Yeah. So back to the Jurassic era. Back in the prehistoric days is when we started it. And our special guest today actually helped get. The Arena Guy Backstage Pass podcast with Gary the Arena Guy and Dave Rudelberger off the ground. Aaron Thomas, our booking guru, was actually our podcast guru. Wow. Way back. Taking it way back. I don't know. How long ago was that? Like 2018, I think? It does, yes. It dates back pre-pandemic. So. Pre, yeah. Pre-pandemic and in the Jurassic era. Yes, right. Yes. <laughs> so It does feel like a lifetime ago, I'll tell you that. Yeah, so uh, we've got a lot to talk about. We'll talk to Aaron today about uh, just the whole booking process of two arenas Maybe, uh, events at Ohio Stadium. We even do shows at Mershon. And uh, we'll do one in your garage if there's a chance to sell tickets. So it's a way we'll make it happen. Yeah, so we'll uh, talk to Aaron about that. Plus, uh, man, we just came off a big run of uh, exciting shows, three days of shows, and great shows coming up. All that coming up today. But first, let's say hello to Aaron Thomas. How are we doing, Arena Guy? All right. You know, it's uh, <laughs> hi. I would say hi. Yeah, I'm here too. Like, yeah, hey, yeah. Dave, <laughs> Dave's chopped liver. The, the arena men. <laughs> the arena men. Yeah. So uh, no, Aaron, you actually have a very interesting job, uh, and I th- I'm very excited to talk to you about because uh, uh, I think when people tune in, a lot of people want to know exactly how shows happen at the arena, and and especially you know why does this show happen? Why doesn't this show happen? How can we get this tour to come? Because uh, you know I get a lot of uh, comments on our social media of hey, you should book this. Uh, 
Yeah, we know. So I, I'm excited to ask you all about that <laughs> and get, in, get into some of those details. Invite folks backstage with us, if you will. Wow. Sure. So uh, on a weekly basis, we get uh, we get phone calls and emails of people who think that we should book what at a certain time frame. Um, I wish it were that easy and we could, uh, you know, just have a dartboard at the wall and we can just say, hey, this looks like a good date. We can put a show in here. Uh, the reality of it is, is uh, agents, promoters will reach out to us and they start routing shows around the country. And fortunately, that Columbus is on the usually on the map and we usually be able to get pull something in. Um, we start with a wide range of dates. It could even be over the stretch of a couple months or just a quarter of a year. And, uh, we start dialing it in and the, the, the real thing about, you know, which building it's going to play, it's first is going to be what date is available. So if we have a certain time frame where we have NHL playoffs, obviously it's gonna be a little bit more difficult for us to put a show. Cause in. those are mystery dates, right? They're not yeah. locked in. We don't know those dates. You kind of have a, a, especially NHL, right? The right. range is what, uh, sometimes March to June. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, even this year with, with, you know, again, I hate to use the, any type of COVID. To, we, we have to talk about it so much. But, um, you know, with the NHL kind of being up in the air when the season started, we didn't really know when we had to shift. We had to shift all the way through July just as a contingency plan. Yep, and then at the shot. And three, then, three sports at the shot, too, yeah. that we're uh, planning events around as well. So we have the, the, the window of, of uh, as Dave said, with, you know, sometimes March, April into June, even July sometimes for NHL. Uh, on the same token, we've got – Big Ten Conference blacking out January through mid-March at the shot. You know, it just, I was on a, on a meeting earlier today where we're trying to figure out if the basketball team does this, what date does this impact? If the hockey team does this, how does this impact? There's so many moving pieces. And, you know, our goal, right, is to have an event every day, right? If we could do it at both arenas, we would have an event every day. Absolutely. And and it's we start working on – I'm not working on this time frame for 2023 and 2024 already. Um, even as far in as 2025. And, you know, like as Dave said, we have the meeting an hour ago and we're talking about we may or may not have a game next week. We just don't know. We may have two different sports. We could have hockey and basketball on the same day. And we don't know if we're going to have to build ice or if take ice out. It's just all contingent upon how they do on the, on the postseason. So it's really hard to route – show as bad as you want to put something in in that time frame it's extremely difficult i'd love uh, the the columbus market is so unique too with the two twenty thousand seat arenas within roughly three miles of each other that's very unique that doesn't really happen anywhere i love when we also come off days like uh, we did this weekend with three th three shows in three days and uh, three incredible shows dua lipa tyler the crater and wwe raw really great and i also especially there are two other things that i think are really cool that I, in, as the arena guy, like to brag about, I love the 543. When was it? Uh, early, I think it was October, where we had five shows over four days in three venues. It was uh, Kevin Costner in Modern West. Yeah. Uh, help me. Uh, boy, it was, uh, <laughs> there was, that's a blur. That was, so that, little was a, baby. that was a lifetime ago. It was uh, Little Baby, right? Little Baby. And I forgot the third. Oh, my gosh. And then I love... We had 21 Pilots, three shows that same week. Yeah, that's right. So Thank we you. had Nationwide, The Shot, and Mercian Auditorium, too. And uh, I'll never forget the time we had uh, 21 Pilots uh, at The Shot and Taylor Swift same night at Nationwide, two sold-out shows in, in Columbus. I mean, that was pretty amazing, too. It just proves that our, our market can sell the tickets. Yeah. You know, so here's the question. I mean, Aaron, you know, it's like, it's you know, but there's, let's say there's a... Paul McCartney out there or uh, a Billy Joel or or somebody out there that you know that we want to get because you know there are times that 
you know, maybe the tour isn't happening, but we can you just call and make an offer and say, hey, we want you to come play our building? Because they're sitting by the phone waiting for your phone call, right? Yeah. I it, think that's what the perception is. Yeah. yeah it's. I mean, there, there always is that passive conversation, and, and it's always something we can talk in when we, we are fortunate enough to, to run into uh, some of these key players at, at conferences. We can, you know, go out to lunch and kind of throw them an idea, and it may not stick, but it may, and it could take a couple of years. We're already working on a couple. So a things. couple of years to yeah, work on a show. Absolutely, and there, there's 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 always going to be five shows minimum in our back pocket that we're trying to figure out how we can do in a non-conventional way and see if we can get the artist's interest in it. For yeah, sure. and then it's amazing. Now I think uh, I haven't done a count recently, but we've got give or take about thirty shows on sale right now. It's insane. That is crazy. <laughs> it's yeah. literally insane. It feels yeah. that way. You know. So so when you talk about routing. Right. But what does that mean for the person who, who doesn't know, you know, Columbus is in a good spot for this mysterious term routing. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the, you can have several different players who are involved in what we call routing. And it's literally just means what it sounds like. We have a, a show that's starting on the West Coast and they need to get to the East Coast and what cities are going to pick up. And obviously they're going to maximize. Uh, minimize distance overnight and then maximize the potential uh, uh, revenues for each stop. So fortunately with us, you know, we can be routed through New York on the way to Chicago. They could pick up Columbus and um, it's, we're very fortunate to have that type of path. So g give us a scoop. Tell us what big show we have not yet announced that we can <laughs> tell the people listening today. Give me like three or four really huge shows that we can just spew out to yeah, a leak, leak some info. I yeah. won't. Uh, I won't tell anything's what? confirmed until there's an artist physically on stage, oh and even then, gosh. I'm I'm second guessing if it's a confirmed show. Or I not. knew you were going to be a difficult guest. <laughs> um, let's. Uh, I want to ask you too. What do you think of the setup? You were instrumental in getting <laughs> this podcast going. You know, and and you know, Dave and I can talk, but don't ask me to do anything. I, I, Producer intern Adam knows this. I, I can't do anything with tech. I mean, my VCR still blinks 12 o'clock, and most people still laugh that I have a VCR. Yeah. But uh, so you were behind all this. Yeah, we uh, we built it side. from the ground up, and uh, you know, from the the nuts and bolts side, I had a lot of experience with with audio, but the the back end with um, the podcast portion of it was really relying on on your team that built that up for sure. So I can make I can make it sound okay, and it sounds better than when we started for sure. <laughs> but you have that background; you started in operations, mm -hmm. correct? Yeah. How do you get of, How do yeah. you get into booking? Nobody knows really. Right. Uh, We're I mean, baffled. We I mean, so yeah. How did he get that I job? I asked myself that every morning. Um, so do we. Started out just no. doing press conferences for, for basketball here in the building part time. And I spent a good eight years as the production manager doing uh, shows at the shot and shows at Ohio Stadium. And going on three years now, we've been in, over in booking. So what awesome. is it? What is it that, that about, you know, when you're looking to, you know, book a show, is it always come down to, you know, like, oh, this is, you know, uh, a thing that I think will, will make money. Or are there times that you book a show just because it's a it's a big event and we should be part of it? There, yeah, there's there's a few criteria and there really is just a few criteria for what we're going to do for an event. I mean, if a promoter reaches out and we haven't worked with them before, we vet them. We run make, make them run an application. Because sometimes and, there are some folks who are a little sketchy. Let's yeah, just say that. We call other buildings. We have to know what the shows they've done in the past and if they're a legitimate company. And we have certain criteria for those new promoters. And, you know, we had a, a new promoter come through. Um with uh, uh, Keith Sweat and R&B Rewind Fest and Ohio Valentine's Love Affair. He's a fairly new promoter in our market, but he is phenomenal. Oh, we've had some fun with those shows. He's, he's, and we yeah. look forward to having him back, uh, hopefully at least twice a year if we can. Um, but uh, the criteria is, you know, is the event going to be safe? That's the first and foremost 
sure. idea is we have to make sure it's a, uh, a safe event for everybody. And then, and then we, the, the second or third piece is, is it going to, is it going to make money? And I mean, obviously we don't want to lose money. Right. right. And we don't want our partners or artists to, to walk away with less than they should. But it's also kind of important to have a diverse lineup as well. Absolutely. Get I as mean, many genres, demographics as possible. So we hit, uh, all audiences, and, and I think we do a great job with that. We want to make sure I serve all of our all our whole market and, and get everybody covered. We want everybody e- even beyond our, our sole market in the building. And if it's a community asset, and we our buildings are a community asset. We've proven that several times, even through the pandemic, of what the economic engine that we have engines, I should say. And uh, if anything we can do to do a community outreach and involve with partners locally, we're absolutely going to look into it. Yeah. So uh, coming up, got another question for before we take a break. Uh, but coming up, we've got Matt Brown uh, f- from the USC. He's on the card coming yes. up on uh, March 26th. He's local, too, which is extra cool. He'll be joining us. And then uh, a guy who actually works for the Elton John organization, and uh, we're doing the Farewell Yellow Brick Road Tour. And uh, we'll talk a little bit about Elton John's history in Columbus, since this could be potentially the last time he plays Columbus. And it's quite a history. We'll do that coming up and talk more with Aaron Thomas right after this uh, kind of uh, some concert highlights coming up. That'll be the next. Thanks, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about some things. Maybe we'll talk about the three-day run, maybe about UFC coming up, and that, that'll kind of lead into Matt Brown. And then we can insert that later. I'll cue that one up. Okay. I thought you said there were concert highlights, and then you played Kid Rock. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I screwed up my words, but yeah, that's what it. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you said highlights. This is. I know. <laughs> Very funny. So the who. Okay, let's let's remember that. I'm gonna lead into something else. Uh, the liner is Zeus McClurkin. Oh, Zeus. Okay. Yeah, let's talk about these last couple of days too. Yeah, for yeah, sure. We right, yeah, we will. But uh, we we will. But I want the the who's a good lead in to something. Who's a who? The who. Hey, thank you, Zeus. Zeus, one of our favorites. Oh, yeah. What a great dude. The Globetrotters. And every time we do the Globetrotters, Zeus stops by, it seems like. And he's going to be here in the, in the Arena Guy studio sometime in the future. Oh, good, good, yeah. good. I look forward he's to that. He's great. And we, we heard the, the Who commercial. Oh, man. I got, I got goosebumps listening to that. I know. Isn't that great? And, and I, I was thinking about this recently. In our incredible lineup of upcoming events, we've got four Hall of Fame acts coming up. Oh, really? Yeah. Coming, just coming up. All yeah, right. Coming up. Name them. Uh, okay, so obviously uh, The Who. Yeah. Journey. Oh, yeah, we've got five. Oh, dang. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. I forgot about Journey. They, they didn't get in for so long that uh, that wasn't on my mind. It took a while. Uh, Trolls from Trolls Live. No, I'm just yeah, kidding. They're in the, uh, the... Eagles, obviously, yeah. right? Uh, You're cheating. Uh, yes. I, well, I'm just looking at our upcoming list of upcoming shows. Uh, Elton John. Yeah. yeah, who's that one? I almost forgot that one. <laughs> who else am I? Who else am I forgetting? Uh, Alabama Country oh, Alabama. Music Hall of Fame. I didn't say uh, Rock and Roll. Hall of Fame. All right, okay. But all right. Uh, just real quickly, right. you know, I like numbers. Um, five Hall of Fame legends, four of which I have numbers for because I forgot about Journey. <laughs> <laughs> 
Elton John, April 12th, of the shot. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. He's on his farewell Yellow Brick tour, uh, Road Tour. 300 million records sold. 92 top 40 hits. Wow. 92. That's a lot. The name them all. Eagle. <laughs> I probably could if I <laughs> thought a, about that's it. That's a different podcast. I, I would, yeah, I would go yeah. uh, chronologically. I could probably do it. Uh, a week later, we've got the Eagles at Nationwide, April 19th, Hotel California Tour with uh, a full orchestra and a choir. Yes. I mean, that's going to be awesome. They're doing the Hotel California album. In its entirety. In its entirety, and then a greatest hit set, so that'll be great. 100 million records sold, 26 top 40 hits. Then uh, The Who, it's their hits back, 2022 or uh, sh tour with an orchestra. They're on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, 100 million records sold, 25 top 40 hits. And realize some of these rock acts had classic songs that weren't necessarily top 40 hits because there was... Album cuts, oh, yeah. You used to call it AOR, remember? Yes. Album-oriented yes. rock. Yes, I do. And then <laughs> Country Music Legends, Alabama, 50th anniversary tour uh, with Exile and Country Music Hall of Fame, 75 million records sold, 65 top 40 hits. Between those four... And then, you know, pretend Journey. Journey, 80 million records sold okay, in, uh, na or globally. Over 80 million okay. records. So that means 755 million albums sold from all five of those and about 240 top 40 hits. Pretty amazing. That's impressive. We'll I, get a, like we're going to be a hit-packed city for, uh, for the long time to come. I love when we do the up-and-comers. I love when we do solid performers, love the family shows, all that sort of thing, but I, I really love when we do the legends, too. Yeah, sure. So it's a good mix, and Aaron's responsible for that. Yeah, thank you, Aaron. Um, well job. Well done. Let's talk, and Aaron, chime in, too, but the last three days, uh, well, not last three days, but just a few days ago, we did a three-day run, Dua Lipa, Tyler, the Crater, and WWE Raw. Really impressive and really great events. You know, uh, well done is subjective. We have a pretty tired couple of teams between both buildings <laughs> after the, this fantastic last run we just had. But it's what we do. It's, it's exciting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dua Lipa, let's just start there because that was Saturday, February 26th uh, at the Schottenstein Center. Uh, and we, it had been a long time since we had done just a pure pop show yeah. and had just that gigantic pop spectacle show uh you know that you saw with with you know lady gaga when she first came out with the monsters ball tour or Katy perry with the witness tour right uh uh and ariana grande obviously here not too long ago uh but that was pre-pandemic so to have this place packed on a saturday night everybody dressed up for the big show and dua comes out and that energy and it's the right artist at the right time it's a full house and it was a magic night it really was it was it was great and uh, Tyler, the creator, same thing. The, the kids were jumping up and down the whole time. It was funny. I didn't think we'd have bigger energy on a Sunday night than we had on a Saturday night. I know. But that show was, in, it was like boy band energy in the building. <laughs> it was. It was, you know, like all the screaming when, when lights went down. And it is, we had a concert first. Something that I have never seen in the millions of concerts that we've been to. A boat? A boat. Yeah. A boat emerging from underneath the stage to carry the artist from uh, the front of the stage all the way through the arena. It was this giant sea of people. You can see pictures and video on uh, Schottenstein. It was almost social. literally because the crowd jumping up and down looked like waves. It did look like waves. Yeah. And they had the boat rocking. So cool. So we, Tyler jumps in this boat and then goes out to the, the B stage at the other end of the arena. It was just, again, there are a few things that these days that uh, I kind of go, oh. I haven't seen that before, and that was one of them. It was, it was really cool. You've never seen the arena guy in a glitter wig either. And I hope I never do again. <laughs> uh, I was watching some of the show, and I hear, hey, the arena guy. And so I, I didn't know these kids, but went over there. We took a picture together, and one of the kids was wearing a glittery blonde wig, and they made me wear it for a photo, so we did that too. So, you know, the arena guy will do anything. So do you wear it while you shop for groceries now? I do. 
Yeah. Yeah. When I vacuum at home, I put it on. <laughs> um, and then and then WWE. We had yeah. you know as the recording that was last night that we had WWE broadcast live to the world from Nationwide Arena. And you know we done the pay per view, the Extreme Rules, not too long ago. But I love Raw. I love Raw. I just feel like there's a special energy when you go live on TV. Yeah. And uh, uh, they just turned the arena, the whole arena. They used every inch of it. It was so exciting to see. It looked great on TV and even better in person. It's so cool to see one of the arenas on TV, whether it be a basketball game, a hockey game, uh, WWE, or, or, you know, whatever. It's, it's just like we're there. Yeah, you know. And, and we'll go back in the office and we'll turn on TV and we'll watch us out, you know. <laughs> Ten feet away from us. Ten feet away. <laughs> On, on TV, so that's very cool. Uh, Aaron, let's let's get to know Aaron just a little bit better, real quick. Let's do a thing called fast break. Uh oh. We did this uh, originally. I say this every time. So, but uh, we did this originally with Jared Smalley, the sports director at NBC Four, and uh, called it fast break because he's a sports director and it's a sports <laughs> term. But now we do it in sixty seconds. Going to ask you some quick questions. You answer. We're going to learn a little bit more about Aaron Thomas, booking guru here at the Schottenstein Center, Nationwide Arena, Ohio Stadium, Marshawn Auditorium, et cetera, et cetera. Wherever. Find a field, we'll put a show in. Yeah, exactly. Okay, let's begin. Here's the fast break with Aaron Thomas. If you could have a theme song, what would it be? Uh, Flash by Queen. Flash by Queen, okay. Nice. What was your first concert? Uh, Petra in Bluffton High School. Really? Petra, dropping a Petra <laughs> reference. There you go. Wow. I've done a Petra, Petra show before. They're, yeah. they're great. Uh, the celebrity people say you look like? Uh, Harry Potter. <laughs> really? Okay. <laughs> Sing a line from your favorite song. Um, I don't have it. Think about it. We'll go back. Uh, NASA has one seat left on their next flight. Do you take it? Yeah. Okay. What's your proudest moment? Proudest moment? Uh, Mick Jagger hitting the stage at Ohio Stadium 2015. Oh. Awesome. I won't tell your daughter that was your proudest moment. Um, <laughs> is, is a hot dog a sandwich? If you eat it sideways. <laughs> if you can't sleep, what, can, what do you do? Uh, Bob's Burgers. You do what? Watch Bob's Burgers. Okay. What do you collect? Um, guitars. Okay. Nice. Uh, let's just do a couple more. The time's up, but just for fun. What was your first job as a kid? QP uh, Hamburgers. Yeah? Yeah. What you did? You flip them? Were you no, I didn't. I wasn't. I never made that. Burgers. I was. I was just yeah. uh, French fries. I was the fry guy. You're the fry <laughs> guy. Okay. Uh, what uh, artist? What performer do you have to apologize for liking? Do you have to apologize for liking? Yeah. Oh. Um. Don't worry. The promoter's not going to hear this. <laughs> I got to think about that one for a second. Okay, we'll come back. What's your hidden talent? Hidden talent. Um, I don't have any talent. What's your most annoying habit? Uh, I'm going to say not answering questions. When <laughs> I, I blink my eyes really hard when it gets dry out. Okay. I, I hate that about myself. <laughs> I've never noticed that, but now I will never. You will. I broke it. the glass. It's there. <laughs> and what, what famous person, living or dead, would you like to have dinner with? Uh, Brian May. Really? Nice. Yeah. That's yeah, wow. he's a very interesting dude. He's a yeah. smart, he's a smart guy. Yeah, he's more than a smart guy. I'd be intimidated like actually a, to have dinner with him. He's got like a PhD or something. Yeah, yeah he's a doctorate, right? He he's a, a astrophysicist. He was given all this COVID advice before Dr. Fauci. 
Yes. So he's the, he's, you know, we always take our, our, all of our advice from musicians here at the Bay yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, when I try to form my political decisions, I figure out what I always say, this is, this is old school, but what would Andrew Ridgely do? Andrew Ridgely. Nobody knows who he is anymore, but <laughs> Google, Google that one, kids. Yeah. yeah, there we go. So coming up, UFC is very, that's a huge event for us. We haven't done it in 13 years. We were supposed to do it a couple of weeks after Dan and Shay in March of 2020. Yep. And a couple of the uh, the uh, fighters came to town. Three and a guy even sparred with a couple. Uh, kind of, there's lost footage there. It'll be on <laughs> a DVD extra someday. There you go, okay. But uh, they came here, and uh, I, I think it was almost two years to the day they're returning. And uh, it was so disappointing because... Uh, we were so excited to have UFC back, finally yeah. back in the arena. Yeah, after 11 years, and now it'll be 13 years. What, what does uh, having the UFC mean to us to come back to Columbus? I mean, it's, it's huge. It's, it's internationally huge. Yeah, it's just phenomenal. I mean, as much work as we put in, I mean, we, we held dates literally almost every weekend for the entire year. And uh, finally get that one locked in in uh, 2020 and to lose it was uh, extremely frustrating for many reasons. But to be able to, for them to do a make good and say, hey, we owe you one and come back into to our market is just phenomenal. We're very much looking forward to it. And the way this one's sold, you got to be looking at coming back again soon. Oh, yeah. it's uh, there, There's a reason why they're coming to town. So. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I've been talking to their, uh, their uh, PR guy and will again later today. Uh, and they couldn't be more thrilled to be back in Columbus. I mean, they're excited to be here, and obviously we're excited to have them. So that's coming up March 26th. And uh, had the opportunity to uh, talk to Matt Brown, who is on the card. He also happens to be from Columbus. And uh, we will talk to him coming up right after this break. Do you want there to be a commercial break there? Or yeah. Straight? Oh, okay. No, we're going to take a break before because it will not sound like I sound right now. So we'll do a break before. We'll put a break in afterwards. But you can uh, insert it later. And then talk to Matt. You, talk to you, you play Matt Brown, right? Yeah. You're going to edit that in? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Then you edit in Elton John. Yeah. I mean, we can do that anytime. It doesn't have to. That, it's okay. not necessarily in okay, order. Gotcha, it's just gotcha. the elements. The second break was going to be the one ending with Buck Kellogg. Yes, because I want I want that to lead into our conversation. Okay. So after Matt Brown. Okay. So before Matt Brown, play commercials. After Matt Brown, just when it's done, go into commercials, mm-hmm. and have Clark Kellogg be the uh, last one, and then Dave and Aaron and I can respond. Okay. Then we can just take this from out of the Matt Brown. Interview. Yep. Yep. And then uh, the Elton John interview, we won't have a break. Because we're out of breaks, we'll just have one. Well, we're out of breaks, so we'll just insert that. And I'll th- just admit that that was pre-recorded. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I like that. Sounds awesome. All right. He didn't like being interviewed. Well, there was also a topless guy interviewing him. <laughs> Can you can you blame him? Um, Okay, one second. Did you tell us your hidden talent? I gotta figure out what it is. 
didn't tell us the hidden talent. No. And uh, what artist you apologize for like cutting your finger? Hidden talent, cutting or your finger. Being able to fix anything. Okay. And if you can't, sorry, thank you. Apologize. If we can hear the Clark Kellogg in her headphones, that'll be kind of our lead in. Okay. Okay, here we go. Oh, go ahead and play Clark, Clark Kellogg. Yeah. Oh, okay. If you could play Clark Le Kellogg, that'll be our he lead in so we can talk about it. All right, Clark Kellogg. <laughs> He's a good dude. He is a great dude. He's a good guy. Do you yeah. know what? We live in the same town. He Do lives we really? In, he lives in Westerville. He's a local. But he you, you wouldn't know it because he's on CBS. Everywhere, uh, all the time. All the time. He's uh, obviously a CBS uh, basketball commentator and uh, one of the best. He's outstanding. Just a great guy, too. You know, well. we talked about how uh, early this week we were talking about how celebrities can often, you know, go out, especially these days with the face mask on. Uh, and a ball cap, and you would have no way. You see him out of context, you would never recognize him. Right. Clark Kellogg would have trouble hiding in public. Well, when you're like, I don't know what he is. What, uh, seven, seven feet tall. Feet tall. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, it's hard to, it's hard like to miss it. him, but he's like the nicest guy. Yeah, he's always uh, he very accommodating. Very accommodating, very nice. So that is coming up. That event is coming up April 23rd. Yes, the big. it's a big event that's happening. Uh, again, one of those days where we've got a couple events at both yeah. arenas. So over at the Schottenstein Center that day, we've got Shine Down. And then at Nationwide Arena, it's the celebrity basketball game. It's a big all-star game, celebrity extravaganza. Uh, there's a lot going on with it. It's a very unique kind of event. Uh, but if you have some interest, if you're a basketball fan, uh, definitely be interested in checking this out. All the details, nationwidearena.com. Nationwidearena.com and go there for all the information because there's like so many different elements to this and all very cool. And, uh, yeah, but there, it's a lot. Yeah, yeah. There, there's, there's a, it's a lot of moving parts that are, and a lot of it's still coming together. Yeah. Uh, the Classic for Columbus website also has all the details, uh, but it's it's something that, uh, again, unique and different. We're always looking to try something, and uh, this this sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, so you can get the schedule there. So that's great. We've got a lot of other good things coming up. Too. Speaking of good things, I didn't yeah. mention earlier, but you're rocking your Dua Lipa t shirt oh, yeah. today uh, from the, uh, the big <laughs> show. Uh, obviously, uh, a hot seller. But I'm going to tell you, the surprise was Tyler, the creator. We had heard that the merchandise sales were big for Tyler, the creator. Oh, my gosh. I have never in my life seen merchandise sales like there were for that. It was every – like one merchandise stand was – wrapped back of the line we took to the next merchandise stand all the way around the arena they were wrapped up uh and and i don't know what was the big aaron when you were booking a show is that merchandise sales that come in as part of the part of the deal uh it comes in uh later on but when we're looking at the actual booking a show that it comes into us to a, a secondary factor but this one absolutely set our record for our building oh it is i hadn't heard that officially so yes. that was a, as that of was an hour ago we found out it, it is a record setter wow <laughs> that's awesome yeah it was crazy i've I'm never seen surprised. merch sales like that holy cow and the kids orderly they didn't seem to mind they weren't saying oh this line to, I, I guess they, they expected it yeah and we put in it. extra stands for that night i mean you know there were there were many more stands than there were for dua lipa for example and uh but it was it was crazy and so uh a uh, lot of fun, a lot of fun. You like this? I do like the Dua Lipa T-shirt. You know, if you're me, not, if you're it? if you're just listening to the audio version, you miss out on Gary's fashion. Uh, <laughs> it's available on our YouTube channel. YouTube just channel. to clarify, it is the black T-shirt that Gary is wearing for Dua Lipa, as opposed to yeah, uh, 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 
a tank top that may have been purchased for the arena guy. <laughs> that may have been caught on camera. That was maybe a size too small. That will not make it on TV <laughs> or the arena guy podcast. Um, we like yeah. to make the arena guy put on some fun outfits. <sighs> and the arena guy says yes for some reason. <laughs> and the arena guy is likely to do some odd things here and there. You this know? is true. We'll let that be that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, what are you thinking about getting that uh, tattoo here in a few weeks? You know. We've been no. It's funny you brought this up because this is a big topic. Uh, there has been talk for years of arena guy who is who is probably the most needle phobic guy that I know, uh, getting a tattoo. And the only thing you'd ever get one for is for Elton John, right? You said that's the only thing you would ever consider getting a tattoo for. Well, I mean, I've my arm has been twisted, and I said Gary would never do it, but maybe the arena guy would, but only if it was recorded. Because there's no sense in wasting that moment. It's kind of like if a tree falls in a forest. Yeah. Can Can you hear? It? We've it's talked like, about this for really years. Is this actually going to happen? Are you actually Are you actually is the arena guy going to get an Elton John tattoo? Aaron's the instigator. I'm just kind of following his lead. We uh, I'm going to look at maybe do some crowdfunding to uh, to get this taken care of. But uh, the arena guy and I are going to sit down probably today and schedule a consultation so we can get this. I done. like this, and I think you know uh, has, has design been discussed yet? Are we talking about like a, a yellow brick road down the spine, or what are we what are we doing here? <laughs> down the spine, <laughs> you know, a big tramp stamp. <laughs> well, I think I think his his vision's changed. It was a small pair of uh, glasses, but I think it's going to be some more of uh, maybe some more album artwork type of style. I think I think we go for it. And I can't believe I'm playing along with this, but uh, yes, it uh, it may be from the iconic Yellow Brick Road album cover. Okay, but it's pretty detailed. Uh, too, all right, though. so I don't know. Aaron, you have some ink as a rock and roll guy. What is I see some? Uh, what's that there on your arm? Is that a? Uh... This is uh, a week old. It's my first one. Um, so my two favorite uh, nerdy hobbies are trying new pizza places and Star Wars. <laughs> so I got a Star Destroyer pizza. Hey, <laughs> let me see this. Let me see this. We got to get a. All right, we're gonna put a picture of this on the uh, on, on the social there with the uh, podcast because you guys see it. it is, uh, that's that's absolutely amazing. That's amazing. Uh, next one's gonna be uh, something space. involving spaceballs. I gotta get <laughs> spaceballs. Yeah. Okay. The Schwartz is with you, my friend. All right. So uh, com- coming up in a moment, we're gonna talk to John Higgins. He's with uh, the Elton John organization. He's the editor of ElmJohn.com. We'll talk to him in just a moment. We'll also talk about. I, I got to say that we, we've been talking about this one. There's some really cool stuff coming up with that discussion, including the history of Elton John in, in Columbus. The history of Elton John in Columbus. Some and stuff I, I had no idea yeah, about. It goes way back. So we'll learn about that coming up. We're also, Dave's going to run down uh, some of the great events coming up, which uh, is a lot a, of good exciting stuff. as well. A lot of good stuff. But how about before we do that, we do a little uh, trivia. Oh, I'm always up for some trivia. Intern Adam is going to chime in here, and he's got – let's do like four or five questions. Aaron – you can uh, chime in. I know Aaron admitted he's not a trivia buff, but uh, chime in, okay? You, Th- this is fair game for If you know one, it's going to open. It's open to anybody. Who knows yeah, the answer, it is. right? Okay. I'm an honored trivia host every time we get to do one of these. And this even our studio audience, feel free to yell it out. <laughs> feel free to right. shout out answers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the first question is, Your Beautiful was a number one global hit for which... It was James Blunt. We just had a birthday. There it is. Boom. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, we're supposed to wait until the questions are over. We should do that. We should do that. But James Blunt sang that song at Elton John's wedding, so another tie in there. (laughs) (laughs) And when we had him here, I forgot to ask him about it. James Blunt also was a very cool, chill dude backstage. Right, yeah. yeah. All right, next one. Which of these is the title of a Robert Palmer album? 
Gluttony, pride, lust, or sloth? Pride. Lust. Boom. Oh, pride. Yes. Okay. Pride. One for the arena guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. What is the Oscar-winning song from the 2013 film Frozen? Oh, the let uh, it go. Let, let it go. Let it go. Yeah. Aaron, you you got a daughter, right? Yeah, you got that one. Dave, Dave got me. Respect. All right, so one on three. No, we all got it. He got it. <laughs> we all got it. Yeah. We, <laughs> it's right. one, one, one. Two more questions. This one's gonna go quick. Which band had a 2000 hit with the song "Beautiful Day"? You too. Oh, you too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say oh. That's gonna get you I beat. Know. Yeah. 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 It takes a second, yeah. half a second. Oh, all right. Oh, this one's too easy. Let's okay. Do yeah. Last save, question. Save last it question. and tell us after we're done. Okay. Gary likes an easy one. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Which of these was a global hit for Leona De- Leona Lewis? Oh, uh, 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 run, no. hop, walk, or crawl? Huh? That was walk. Run. It's run. Oh, Aaron Thomas oh, pulled out gosh. the win today. Impressive. Well, he had two. You had. Did I get one? Uh, yeah. I think so. <laughs> oh, that stinks. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you right now, uh, producer Adam, that yeah. uh, we started a feature on social media with uh, Genesis. Uh, everybody knows that song. Mm-hmm. And let's do it again with Elton John. Let's do it again with uh, Journey? Uh, Eagles. Oh, Eagles. Yeah. Yeah. We can yeah. probably do it with Journey, too. But but those are coming up in April. We should do those sometime, Absolutely. sometime soon. The people love that one. That. Uh, although I'm not as excited to do that because I got just clobbered by Dave on that. <laughs> I'll, go, I'll go easy. It messed with my reputation. <laughs> so, I got a feeling an Elton you might yeah, have. Yeah, so knows. speaking of Elton, uh, he has played Columbus for, gosh, I will tell I'm not even going to tell you the first year he played here because John Higgins, who is the editor uh, of ElktonJohn.com and, and literally works for Elton John, I'm proud to call John Higgins a friend, and uh, we talked about Elton John's history in Columbus since he will be appearing on April 12th as part of his farewell Yellow Brick Road Tour, likely to be his last stop in Columbus. He's not retiring. He's just retiring from the big tour, so maybe he'll do a one-off like George Strait did at BCS a few years ago. But we'll talk about the history of Elton John in Columbus with John Higgins. His first show was the year that I was born. 1971? Yep. Wow. Which means that it's kind of sort of 50 years ago that he was. You're I mean, now old. it's 51, I guess, because it's wow. 2022. But Man, I wasn't even a twinkle in my parents' eye yeah. at that time. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> um, they wore glasses. What segue do you want to do? What, what? What segue do you want to do? We'll just talk coming out of it because we're out of commercial breaks, right? Mm-hmm. So we'll just take it. This will be like our last like segment and I'll just say hey that was fun talking to him the other day or something Great. Um, usually I try to disguise it with commercials on each side like with Matt Brown but that was done two years ago so yeah um, this one is it's fine all right I'm rolling whenever you're ready okay all right John Higgins it's great to talk to him he's that was uh, great so cool he and and I mentioned this in the segment that John knows more about Elton John than Elton John that's, no, and that, you're actually right about that, I'm it's, sure. It's yes. very true because he's an archivist, and he has dug up every single date Elton John has done before he was Elton John, even when he was Reggie Dwight in a band called Bluesology in the late 60s. And he's still digging up information because they didn't keep track of, of 
this information until recent times, maybe in the last 10 years or so. as To be able to go back and fill out those back. archives. So he's going back and, uh, and figuring all that out. But, uh, yeah, to find out that he played Columbus first in 1971. The year I was born, 50 oh, years ago. That is crazy. And your song which is his most iconic song and closes almost every concert with that song. I didn't look at the set list for this because I don't want to, but he's likely to close uh, this, this show with, with your song. It was a hit at the time he played. So that's, that's very I can't wait. We've yeah. been working on this one for, you know, forever. It's one of the rare shows that I sat and watched the whole thing. You and I watched the show last time, and uh, it was emotional. I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody is surprised by that arena guy. <laughs> I know. So, but we have other great shows coming up, too. Why don't you give us a rundown uh, on uh, some of the great events coming up at the Schottenstein Center Nationwide Arena and even Ohio Stadium? Yeah, depending on, you know, when you're listening to this, uh, our next event is uh, March 6th. Uh, it's Tool at Nationwide Arena. We're definitely excited uh, to have those guys here. We've been working on that one. For the, it's been uh, over a decade since they've been at the arenas. Uh, and very excited for that, selling very well, but still some great tickets available. We do have some fun going on with our friends at uh, Ohio uh, High School Association, the uh, OSHA, if you will, uh, You know whether it's the wrestling at the Schottenstein Center or the state hockey championships at, at, at Nationwide Arena. I kind of joked about it earlier, but Trolls Live is coming March 26th, uh, same day as UFC. Yeah. Uh, so you got to pick one or the other. But you can actually do both because you can do a morning, morning performance of Trolls Live at the shot and then head down to Nationwide, you know, yep. take care of the kids in the morning. I actually but think there are probably some people who do that. It's it's yeah. a fun it's, it's a fun yeah. show. There's a lot, a, lot of, uh, a lot of families excited for that. That's actually the 26th and the 27th of March at the, uh, the shot. UFC, as we've discussed a lot here, uh, that same night, Saturday night, the 26th. Tickets going quickly, so definitely uh, get on that. And then get ready because this April – is insane. I'm going to run through it real quick. Okay. Monster Jam back for the second time uh, since, uh, recently. Since we uh, came back from COVID. Yeah. yeah, so we're so excited about that. April 2nd and 3rd at the shot. Uh, Alt J, Portugal the Man, April 9th at the shot. Elton John, you may have heard us mention that show. <laughs> uh, April 12th. Uh, Kid Rock heading down to Nationwide Arena, April 15th. Fallen with Grand Funk Railroad. With Grand Funk Railroad. No, it's going to be a fun bill. I yeah. love that. And then Eagles, April 19th. Chris Stapleton, April 21st at the shot. Uh, no Cap Comedy Tour, April 22nd. Shine Down April 23rd. Uh, the Celebrity Basketball All-Star Game and Celebrity Extravaganza, College Basketball All-Star Game and Celebrity Extravaganza, also April 23rd. That's at uh, Nationwide Arena. Bill Burr, the next night, April 24th at the shot. Journey with Toto, uh, April 30th uh, at the uh, the shot. And then, uh, you know, it just keeps cranking from there. Elevation Nights, April 30th at, at Nationwide Arena. And that's all in April. Wow. That's just April. So, so much more beyond that. Buckeye Sun Country Superfest around the corner. Uh, a lot of great stuff. John Mulaney, who just hosted Saturday Night Live, is going to be here on May Big 20th. Big fan of him. Uh, it was a great episode of, of yeah. SNL. Uh, I like the monkey judge. <laughs> but uh, a lot of cool stuff coming up and all the details, schottensteincenter.com, nationwidearena.com. And, of course, don't forget to follow the Arena Guy on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. We do a See a this picture of Aaron's tattoo, yeah. the, the pizza star yeah. destroyer. Yeah, so sure. cool. So before we say goodbye, Aaron, anything else you want to say about uh, booking these great venues that we have here in, uh, in Columbus? No, it's a privilege to have two uh, buildings of this size in, in Columbus, and uh, we ironically don't have enough buildings to book all the traffic that's coming through. So keeping yeah. very busy, and uh, keep your eyes on uh, shotandseacenter.com and nationwidearena.com and make sure that you can see what's coming up next. That's good. Good, good well, little wrap Well, yeah, I was going to say that was yeah. nice. That was good. It was almost <laughs> like he was a PR guy. Um, all right, before we say goodbye, give you one more shot. Sing a line from your favorite song. 
Um, from my favorite song or my most embarrassing song? Either one. We'll um, take it. Don't you want me, baby? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> there you go. I'm glad you came back to that one. Oh, yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And what artist do you apologize for liking? Baby Metal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Remember it, them? Yeah, with Rob Halford on stage. That, yeah. that was a face-melting experience. Here at the shot, yeah. yeah. For the, uh, what was the, uh, the, the alt-press? Alter, alter, alt alt-press Music Awards. Press music yeah. Awards. Yeah. And the arena guy was on the red carpet interviewing everybody, including Machine Gun Kelly. And uh, that, was, that was pretty cool. And your hidden talent? Uh, I can usually fix just about anything. I can rebuild car engines and all that. That's not something I do so much anymore, but I can... I can get in there and fix just most most issues. And can you fix your finger after you cut it with a knife? Well, I had the doctor do that, but we're, we're doing okay. Because Aaron was supposed to be here last time, but that morning he cut himself yes, pretty that's right, severely. That's right. Yeah, I had to get stitches. and I, you were cooking, right? Yeah, I was chopping cilantro, and don't question why I was doing it early in the morning, but my first thought <laughs> while I was laying there in pain was, i got to text the arena guy and say I can't make it in. <laughs> <laughs> So this has been a lot of fun. Podcast number 16. And the books. And the books. We'll do another one coming up soon. Sweet Aaron, 16. Yeah. Thank you so much for uh, popping by. Thank you. It's it great having you here, Aaron. Aaron. Aaron, thank you. Adam, thank you. And uh, our studio audience, hey, thank you. And uh, Dave, thank you very much. Yes, the Arena Guys Backstage Pass podcast is hosted by... Gary the Arena Guy, and me, Dave Rettelberger. Our producer's Adam Paddock. For more concert information, go to shotensteincenter.com and nationwideareena.com, and be sure to subscribe to the Arena Guy's Backstage Pass podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Dave Rettelberger. And I'm Gary the Arena Guy. Lots of great shows coming up, and we will see you there. Wow. That was better than I thought. I thought I was talking too much.